Hello ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am Safari Steve and this episode is just um, something to help you out and to improve your life and it is part of my struggle bus. This one is about self-esteem. For a long period of time, I struggled with my self-esteem. I struggled with life being bullied and trying to find my place in this world. Shoot, I'm still trying to find my place in this world. Elementary. I don't know what my problem was. Until now. I believed. Just looking back, I see a lot of problems that I had and what I still have is trying to have a social quirk when it comes to meeting with people. And back then, I think I was a wild child. Like I don't think my programming was working very well. And I think that put me in a position where I felt like I was the weird outcast kid back then. And sometimes I still feel that way where I feel there is this shroud where I still am trying to find myself fitting among my friends and among my coworkers. I feel standoffish, I guess you would say. And I don't, there's always this gap where I don't feel like I completely connect with everyone and I feel distant. Being bullied really made an impact in my life where I contemplated death. And a lot of times I feel there's a switch in my brain that's like, yeah, it's okay. Just jump off the cliff. It's cool. Just do it. Send it. Go. It wasn't until, like even high school too, I was bullied. Bullied in high school in 10th grade. And I didn't have good comebacks. I started, after being bullied for some period of time in high school, I start, and middle school for that matter, um, taken advantage of by people, um, disrespected in front of girls, trying to talk with girls. Um, it wasn't until 11th grade when I started figuring things out and when I started having um, my friend TJ who taught me how to interact with girls primarily, how to love um, and appreciate myself, including my dad. My dad helped me, said, love and, love and appreciate yourself and learn how to love and accept, appreciate others. And um, it all comes down to you, where you have to, you gotta find yourself and It'll always take time. I mean, I'm, well, we're in high school, we're in our teens, right? And then in the 20s and 30s, we're still trying to figure out ourselves, figuring out what we're trying to do. And, you know, right after high school, you, the, the roaring 20s is full of pressures of this world. You have figuring out insurance, your car, figuring out a job, figuring out what you want to do with life, to find out how much student loan debt you have, 
how much auto loan debt you have and you feel under the pressure. At least the starting phase is the pressure and then you have to contend with your self-esteem where you're stuck in a position in your life where you're like, you don't know how to get out of. Sometimes I feel like uh, I have the angel and devil on my shoulders, kind of like Krunk in Emperor's New Groove. But, like I said, it wasn't in high school. TJ really helped me trying to talk with girls. He helped me get my first kiss. Helped me get girls' numbers. Learn to have fun, too. You gotta learn to have fun. Learn to enjoy life. Learn to laugh. Have fun. And don't be afraid. What are they going to do? Say no? That's good. On a religious perspective, I found when one door closes upon you, whether it's slammed shut or slowly just closes, or just closes without you noticing, there are better things in this life. And there are people there waiting to meet you. I'm going to go through this list here of quotes that I wrote down over the period of time. And I hope they help you as much as they helped me. They will be in staggering order because the list I wrote was in the 200s or more. And yet more to come. But just bear with me here and appreciate it. Number six. Never forget who you are. Never forget who you are as a person. You are able to change. And when you're able to change, that's either you feel so stuck and bad in the route you are in. There is... You grew up in like poverty. You grew up not in a good position in life. Never forget where you came from, but where you're going is a very important. Hakuna Matata and, uh, you know, forgiveness. Number six. Number seven. Balance being selfless and selfish. It's foolish to be one or the other. That is perspective. But help people out. Do charity work. Do things for others. It really, personally, makes me feel better helping the people out. And I also like to treat myself. In a sense, we're all selfish in some form of way. Why do we actively do things or meet people? We want community and we want interaction. We need to find self-esteem pretty much but finding love from myself I found the love in helping others people out you could do one or the other there's nothing wrong about being a selfless person however the op opposite perspective will say that you're being taken advantage of or there could be numerous amount of reasons 
it doesn't hurt to do either or. As long as you find peace and a love and appreciation for yourself, it's all right. Ten. Things can always be worse. Stop complaining. Things can always be worse. In history, I think about the Mongolian conquests. I think about throughout the ages from the first century all the way to now. Now, even now, there are atrocities being committed. Bad things happening to everyone in some form or way. You know, you might have you think you might have it bad. On a materialistic subject, there are people in third world countries that are going with water that is diluted and not purified. There are people who are going without shoes. There are people who are a lot of people living on the streets because of our stupid mortgage system. Things can be worse, but they're going to keep getting worse unless you make a difference. You can complain. At least you recognize the problem. Now, the next step is for you to make take action. Figure out what you can do to make a better decision for your life and for others once you understand the bad situation. There are a lot of things we can't control in this world. But never say never. You do have the power to make a change. Number 11. Appreciate the small things in life. I watched uh, Zombieland. And I can't quote it verbatim, but pretty, pretty much it's appreciating all the small things. All the little things, I think they said. But this quote um, is from Blink-182. All the small things, true care, true things. I'll take one lift, your right, best trip. Always I know you'll be at my show. Watching, waiting, commiserating. Say it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights off, carry me home. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all the small things. Like the treat that somebody gave to you. Like little soda can. Or they came and visited you at work. Or, you know, bought you a drink. Or took the time to visit visit with you. The little gifts that they give you, even though sometimes the gifts are useless, but they still mean a lot. It means they care. The, all the small things. Give a person a hug. Ask them how their day is going. Put an effort in actually caring about how they're doing, even though if they don't show the reciprocating uh, response. No good deed goes unpunished. Number 24. Look above your situation. Do what, do what you can to better your life, especially in times of depression. If you stay stagnant, like sitting on your couch and festering over looking at people on Instagram of how good looking they are, or look at the fun things that they're doing, which is cool. I mean, if you enjoy doing that, there's nothing wrong. Don't let me tell you it's wrong. But stagnation is bad. Being stagnant and being 
stewing in negative thoughts. I call it intertoxication. It is really hard to sometimes look for the positive when there's so much negative surrounding our lives, especially in the media. You need to make a change. You need to just do something, like do dishes, take out the trash, go for a walk, walk your dog, walk a animal that you're allergic to. Just kidding, don't do that. You know, make make a change. And be active. Once you make production in your life, I think there's a, there's a mental and physical connection that your body says when you start going stagnant. This is speculation, and you can argue against me if you would like to. I think our bodies are meant to start doing things. I mean, I like sitting on the computer and call center people. You need to make a living. Go for a walk on your brakes. But honestly, I love sitting in a chair. This chair is super comfy. But we only spend little hours here and there doing it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gawking at people who are sitting in the chair. As long as you're being active and doing something, create something. Number 41. An artist will over-criticize one's work, but the non-artist will be amazed and won't see your screw-ups. No one is perfect. This one is particularly dedicated to me. In my art pieces, I screwed up a lot. Uh, if you notice on one of my maps I drew back in 2015 or 16, um, it's called uh, Valencia. I, uh, <laughs> I was drinking one night, and in the, in the map where it has the compass, the northeast-southwest, north, northeast-southeast-southwest-west, um, and then uh, northwest. Anyways, I was drunk, and I decided, in my drunk self, I put southwest and southwest on both sides. Uh, that was stupid. And uh, the evidence still kind of exists. Anywho, um, I've screwed up a lot of my art pieces, and there's so many things that I criticize myself for. Like, I know I could have done better, but... Honestly, I was just doing it. And I do that a lot at work, too. Every I, I cringe at the stuff that I've done or the things I've said to people. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I am my worst critic, but it's even worse when somebody else kind of criticizes it, crit criticizes you. Um, getting called out. It's like, ah, shit, I screwed up. Um, but appreciate the people who make compliments to you. Especially your supporters. People who have always supported you. Which, I'm, over the years, I'm pretty sure that my supporters are like, Cool, Steven, that's another art piece. That's cool. We've seen a lot. We get it. You're, good. You're an artist. Good job. Anyways, I still appreciate all of you who've uh, appreciated me and my work. Number 44. In your darkest hour when you feel no one cares about you, thus you feel zero of self-worth. This is your enemy talking. 
You need to destroy the evil thoughts, stand up, and work on it. Your enemy will always be around you. You just gotta make sure you win the war in the end. In my mind, there is always a self-destruct button, and my inner toxication is always plaguing me. And it makes me have negative thoughts and makes me feel worthless. 58. Don't let people know of your good deeds. This goes back to charity and helping people out. Um, to each his own. But sometimes I feel like when people do good work, which is fine, it's good. But then they like to brag about it on Facebook. And I feel it's like, look at me, I'm doing good. Um, I don't know if I have a full criticism on that. But I just know that... Sometimes it's just to do good deeds and not talk about it. It seems like you're kind of rewarding yourself. I, I, like I said, I wrote this down. And I've kind of lived by it. So this is my thing. But if you, I hope it helps. Number 60. Having virtues will keep a healthy structure in your life. Live by healthy virtues. Um, prudence, temperance. Uh, I don't know all the uh, virtues. You know, I wrote this a while ago. Let's see. Let's pull it up. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Not bad things to go by. Oh, shoot. Where were we? Okay, 61. Evil will tell you to do things in the back of your mind. It'll be easy to listen and fall into the traps. We've kind of already went over this. <coughs> Excuse me. 62. Be at peace in yourself and forgive yourself with your issues and buried all your sins and work on it. I mean, we commit sins all the time. We screw up. I screw up all the time. And sometimes I kind of enjoy committing the sin. Does that make me a bad person? Probably. At least, you know, like I said, the first step is recognizing it. And the second is acting to be able to fix it, to improve yourself as a person. Be real with the facts, face it, and destroy it. 66. Recognize toxic people and try to avoid them corrupting you. I think about um, the people you hang with. If they're kind of on the downhill spiral behavior and they try to bring you down with them indirectly, and they're friends that you've been friends with for a long time. But you start to notice the things that they start to do that doesn't, you don't really swing that way. Or family members that are toxic or verbally abusive or abusive. You need to recognize it and learn to tell yourself, I refuse to be like this person. Especially if you're going into marriage. 
if you know recognize that it's affecting the couple or you've seen it don't be like that <coughs> excuse me 67 you gotta love yourself enough to call your own bullshit by Eric K you really do if you keep giving people excuses and giving yourself excuses you know you're not you're not recognizing that you are at fault in some cases and that you need to make a change 68 learn to separate the evil thoughts from the good good in your head and fight the persuasive thoughts that will get you into trouble in the vaguest term it's hard to see beyond the feathers um I think of communism in 1963, which I won't go down this rabbit hole, but I think of obscurity and pornography and things that will taunt you. Self-control. Um, and being able... I think of like when people commit uh, adultery or uh, cheating. Um, I think it overwhelms them and they don't see far ahead with the relationship that they're in that okay what are these a small actions that I'm taking that for one night type of thing when they're just devastating a long term commitment with this one action I don't know let's just think about it 73 walk without your insecurities burning you be aware and work on them I've already said that but be aware, uh, walk without your insecurities. I feel very insecure about myself, especially in high school when I had, and middle school, the acne, dry skin, old man hands. And I was afraid to talk to girls because I felt like they wouldn't like me and I was not on their level. Sometimes there's been times when kind of growed up and just sent it. They have... There's a movie called Deuce Bigelow, the Male Gigolo, and women when men have just the amount of insecurities as you do, and they're worrying about themselves. So just take the step forward and do it. Just do it. <laughs> Brought to you by Nike. Just kidding. They're not sponsoring this. 74. Find what keeps you at peace and stick with it. Um, I don't know. What's your vices? <laughs> Some people do weed. That keeps you at peace. For me, it's Minecraft. Come home, I'm like, ah, Minecraft. Minecraft is great. Drawing is great. Drawing makes me at peace. Honestly, if I the way I want to go is be in a hammock. And the sun in the middle of the trees with a drink on the side of me and just falling asleep and dying that way middle of nature 75 the more you compare yourself to others the more depressed you'll be focus on you and do what you can do to make like a tree I when I go to art competitions and I see this amazing work so much amazing work and then I look at mine I'm like how? How? Why? Why am I here? 
And for that matter, why did I get an award and this person did it? There was one day, one year that I received an award, a higher ranking award for that matter. And this per and this person right next to me did an amazing Gandalf. Detail, all the detail. It was phenomenal. And they got, I think they got fifth place. And here I got second place. And I look at mine, I'm like, mine does not compare to Gandalf. Gandalf's just badass. But the person who drew it was just awesome. And, and then I see artists that are on Instagram or Etsy that are selling tons of artwork and here mine's just you know I don't get a lot of followers or um I see just amazing work and they're just getting all these followers they're getting these sales and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong so the more I think about other the others I fall into this kind of stupid depression and so I need to figure out what can I do to be better what can I do to attract more attention if that's my goal what can I do to make a sale if if that's my goal 79 personal experience if you give too much attention of the beginning stages of liking somebody they'll probably not like you back play the fishing game throw a line out reel it back if you leave your bait out, they'll keep throwing your... <sighs> My words don't make any sense here. Keep throwing your line out, Fish, the fish will ignore you. Throw out and walk away. Chances they'll wonder why you stopped caring and start becoming interested in you. Or maybe they really just don't care. Um, in this thing, 79, I've gone through a lot of dates and there's a, a lot of girls that I liked. And a lot of them, I feel like, didn't really notice me. And, like I said, I had self-esteem issues. And I don't know what I did that... Or what I didn't do for them to like me back. I'm no expert in flirting. But sometimes... I wish I didn't screw up for when I went on the dates. Or making my first stupid impression... So my one of my ways of attracting was throwing a line out and like this is like texting. Texting them, forget about it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, how are you doing? It's like they're find out if their self-esteem was just as low as I am. That's horrible. Oh my gosh. I should probably delete that part. <sighs> Anyways, I had a hard time trying to figure out um, how to date and how to talk with girls. And this was one of my options I went with. 89. This one was funny, but I feel like I should give her a little throw out here. Do No Harm and Take No Shit by Aaliyah P. 105. You can look, but no touch. It's hard to see beyond the feathers. If those of you who've been to Vegas and saw the Feather Girls, you'll know what I'm talking about. It is hard to see beyond the feathers. 106. 
when hiking and you're exhausted. Bastion always said, it's all mental, dude. It really is mental. Bastion B. Uh, he, when him and I went hiking a lot, and he told me it's all mental, because I was so, my legs were exhausted. My body was exhausted. And what helped me hike through, we went to Mount Olympus in Utah. And um, all I did the whole time to try and keep my focus was finding rocks. Uh, looking on the ground trying to find a cool rock. And that's the mentality that I put my focus onto something else in my legs. And it worked. Thanks, Bastion. 107. Don't keep up with the Joneses. You are the Jones. Is Joneses. By Chris C. 113. It's all, it's all right to allow the storm cloud to rain on you. It's just going to pass, and the sun will return to dry you off. There is no need to respond negatively. Patience. 114. Expect the negative to implement itself into your day. If it doesn't show them, show then it's a beautiful day to enjoy. You are the master of you. Choose to make it a good day or not. It's all mental. You can dwell on so many negative things. Like today, I was dwelling on a lot of negative things and it was tearing my day apart. Not to mention that my drinks kept leaking on me while I was driving. Leaked on my car. When I got to work, my drink was empty. And on top of waking up onto a bad subject. And then going to bed on a bad note. Really wrecks, wrecks your mentality. And it's hard to get out of that stupor. So you have to... I have no reason to give advice when it's sometimes I can't take my own like this. But it's all mental. You just, you gotta choose to move on. Because it's already done. The bad thing already happened. Now you gotta make a difference to make things better. 121. Take a step back. Don't get caught up in the noise. Take time to listen to yourself and reconnect with yourself. David Archuleta. 133. Don't be the next me. Be the next you. 135. Be inspiration. 138. Find the factors and motivators of what you want. Set goals. And what's beyond those goals? <coughs> Good Lord, I'm so sorry. 140. How serious are you? How good it, is it going to feel? Why do you want these goals? By Aldine S. 141. Don't let anyone think your why is not good enough. By Aldine S. 142. Find your identity 
What makes you, you? 143. Be the best that you can be. 144. Keep a mental practice to tell yourself you are good enough and you have the power to make the day the best you can, no matter the situation. 148. The four C's. Don't compare. Don't criticize. Don't compete. And don't complain. To each his own. Competing is healthy. But don't be critical. I don't know. To each his own. You Compare shoes. You can break this down. <laughs> comparing shoes. Comparing the material. The fabric. Comparing computers. You can't compare that. But once you start comparing yourself to others and then start criticizing them, you don't know the whole situation. Competing. Compete on a healthy level. Complaining. I'm a hypocrite. I complain all the time. Yeah. The four C's. Honestly, when you're criticizing, sometimes we eat our own words all the time. Criticizing others, sometimes we just need to, especially around other people, so the energy is focused on that person rather than yourself. You Maybe you have flaws that you would like to draw attention away from onto another person. Competing, do it on a healthy fashion. On an unhealthy fashion where, well, I'll let you figure that one out because I don't think I can explain that. Complaining, like I said, I complain all the time, but it's what follows after if I can make a change or not. Sometimes I just need to shut up. 152. Smart, smart people get mad over important things, not potato things. By Troy S. 153. Do your best to leave the people you meet and the places you visited in a better condition than when you found them. By Jason W. 154. Holding onto grudges is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. By Elder Uchtdorf. 158. No shouldn't be a word in the dictation when it comes to creativity. By Nikki Six. This one I found brilliant. No shouldn't be a word when it comes to creativity. Express yourself. That's what the whole point about art is. Being able to find unlocking the mental creativeness in your if that's even a word in your brain where you can flourish and delve your energy into something productive. Feeling the flow, feeling the depth, feeling the spirit to interpretation, feeling the color, the darkness, the light, the shade, the crispness of the art piece. Feel it give you inspiration. 160. 
If you feel you were born into this world to not fit in, you were born to make a new one. 162. As a pessimistic person is always right or pleasantly surprised. 163. Excuses steal your path for success. By Chris Hogan. 169. For me, success is inner peace. By Denzel Washington. 170. To be normal is the ultimate aim for the unsuccessful. By Carl Jung. 174. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. And Plato. 181. Don't get lost in the weeds when things get loud. Sit still. Find your silence and refocus. It is easier said than done, but it's imperative. P.S. Most of the stuff we get stressed about is inconsequential and will destroy our focus on the meaningful. Don't fall into that trap. I think that's Jason S. as well. I hope you enjoyed this little section here of this struggle bus. I hope that the struggle you have with self-esteem and finding self-worth, self-love, and appreciation for what you do and what you were born to do, I hope you find purpose, feel at peace, feel love, and seek out well, I'm going to pull Star Trek here. Seek out new world. Explore. Good Lord, if I can quote Star Trek. Today's May the 4th, so, you know, it's about Star Wars, not Star Trek. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. There are a few books that I recommend, and they are not sponsored. The Undiscovered Self by Carl Jung. <sighs> the Art of War by Sun Tzu. You can if you were able to translate that book to finances, French, not friendships, but meeting with people and then finding, if you internalize that in a mental, in a mental personal state of, as you as a person, it will help. To each his own. Um, Everyday Millionaires by Chris Hogan. Uh, 33 Strategies to War by Robert Greene. The Anatomy of Peace by the Arbingers Institute. The Complete Book of the Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. Rules of Civility and Decent decent Behavior in Company and something else. I forgot the last part. By George Washington. But I was told it was by somebody else. But it's George Washington on Audible. The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Classen. Thank You for My Service by Matt Best. 
and two other people. The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. I would recommend Mao, but that's kind of a dark story. But it learns how to appreciate food and learn how to appreciate um, privacy and etc. Different topic though. Leadership and Self-Discipline by the Arbinger Institute. The Prince, if you can translate that and understand it, I try to. I have to listen to it again. By Niccolo Machiavelli. The Dirt by Tommy Lee, Vince Neil, Nikki Six, and uh, uh, Mick Mars. Nick Mars. Or Mick. No, it's Mick Mars. The Heroin Diaries is really good, especially for self-esteem and finding happiness, especially if you're in in a drug addiction. The Heroin Diaries by Nikki Six. Some people argue against this, but Trump, The Art of the Deal, was a good book too. It helped me improve myself as an artist when I read that book. But other than that, those are the books I recommend. And I hope you have found benefits to the to all these quotes I've written down. And I hope it helps you in your future. Thank you for listening. This is The Struggle Bus. And my name is Safari Steve. And have a good night.